Welcome to the South Carolina State Library's podcast, Library Voices SC. I'm Curtis Rogers, Communications Director, and today I'm pleased to have with us in the podcast studio, Dorothy Huther, who is currently an intern and program specialist with the South Carolina Coalition Against Domestic Violence and Sexual Assault. And she's also wor- working on finishing up her Master's of Social Work degree from the University of South Carolina here in Columbia. And joining us again is Hannah Stewart, Primary Prevention and Specialized Advocacy Coordinator at the Coalition. So welcome both of you to the second Prevention Podcast. Thank, Thank you. you. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like I said, this is second in the series of the podcast relating to domestic violence and sexual assault. And also this is February and that is Teen Dating Violence Prevention and Awareness Month. So Dorothy, tell us uh, about what you do at SCADVASA and what kind of programs you work with. Yeah, of course. So we kind of joke joke around about like, what do I do? Because uh-huh. I feel like <laughs> I do so much. Well, you know, if intern <laughs> is in your title, then that means it's like all other duties as assigned. Yes, <laughs> it changes every single day. Uh-huh. Um, but my main uh, programs that I'm working with, um, I have a blog post that's actually coming out next week. Okay. A little shameless plug there. Um, but I'm looking at teen dating violence mm-hmm. in, um, in the aspect of online. Mm-hmm. So as we know, the world's changing and kids are always online. So we wanted to see kind of the effects of how that's having on the teens mm-hmm. as well as um, what parents can do. So it's more mm-hmm. from a parent perspective and what they can do to talk to their um, teens. Mm -hmm. And as well as in the school systems, I am looking at, right now I'm looking at um, what policies there are or are not in Mm -hmm. the school system and how Mm -hmm. they were responding to um, teen dating violence. so that's what I'm doing right now. So what is kind of like in the more broad picture, what's the difference in online bullying and what you mentioned, you know, like online like teen dating violence or is it is it one leads to another or yeah so I think they are very inter um, intersected they Mm -hmm. are very pretty much the same thing but Mm -hmm. the difference between um, I guess dating like dating abuse Mm -hmm. is that you're in an intimate relationship with that person and there's usually a sexual um, component mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. with that abuse. And is that what you're kind of focusing on in your master's program when in social work? So I'm, I'm focusing on systems work um, on the broader scale um, and wanting to change policies and um, help survivors on like the larger scale. Okay. Uh, and you mentioned about schools. Are you having to kind of look at the district level or the individual school level? So I'm actually doing both, Mm -hmm. um, which gives me a lot more work to do. Um, I am looking at the connection between what the district is saying, like here's what we should be doing, Mm -hmm. and then looking inside the school systems, because obviously the policy can be implemented differently in each school, or the lack thereof Mm -hmm. implementation. so that is what I'm trying to figure out if there's a disconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not there yet. I'm mm-hmm. still um, researching policies. And I'm also going to go outside of the state and look at um, other states. Um, Texas actually has a law mm-hmm. um, in their books about how schools need to have a policy around mm-hmm. um, dating violence. Um, so I'm going to see if people are actually, mm-hmm. you know, 
doing that law for it's just sure. it's just there yeah what kind of are you seeing any trends so far in what you're looking at in South Carolina schools and school districts yeah so um, I'm looking on websites right now mm-hmm. um, just the basic level I'm trying to get into contact with someone mm-hmm. at the state office mm-hmm. um, which obviously they're just as busy so I understand sure. um, the delay in the responses um, I am finding that there isn't much um, online. Doesn't mean that there isn't anything out right. there. There's probably a policy, but maybe mm-hmm. they don't have it posted mm-hmm. or something. Right. So I'm kind of working through that information to see if there mm-hmm. is anything. Um, but if anyone's listening, contact me. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. And we will have up. links in the podcast yeah. <laughs> page, so you can definitely find out more there. Um, so this February is Teen Dating Violence Prevention and Awareness Month. Um, and Hannah, maybe you can add some specific questions here regarding um, things surrounding Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month, but do either of you know how that came about or what maybe parent organization put that together? I am... I have yet to find anything about the origins of Teen Dating. Have you? No, I haven't. I I think... I don't want to say it's relatively new. Mm -hmm. Um, I did just... I mean, I did did a quick scan in Google and I came across youth.gov. They have um, a website that was pretty good. It had uh, links to a lot of different teen dating violence awareness and prevention month resources. um, And we'll have a link to that on the podcast page. But is there anything else specific about it? Like what kind of things does that month, does during the month try to accomplish? Um, I wouldn't say that there's a overarching uh, theme when it comes mm-hmm. to teen dating, uh, violence prevention month mm-hmm. and awareness month, uh, as there is with maybe domestic violence month or sexual assault awareness month. Mm-hmm. But what we um, look to do is shed light on it mm-hmm. because as we were talking about last week, you can't prevent something if you don't talk about it. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So our goal with this project is to you know raise awareness and bring to light because that's where we found a lot of disconnect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dorothy, do you want to talk a little bit more to that point? Yeah, so I think when I'm looking through the research, that is like one of the biggest things that mm-hmm. I noticed that there isn't a lot. Um, and that go speaks to the fact that it pe- it's not on people's horizon. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, like you said, like all those months is to bring awareness Mm -hmm. and that is one of the biggest points that we kind of wanted to bring to the table was that a lot of teens are going through this more than we would like to think so I have some statistics because I'm a student so I have to have those (laughs) in hand right of course um so 1.5 million high school students um experience um physical violence with their dating partners wow is that South Carolina or national that's national so that's that's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, that's I was going to say, teens. for South Carolina, that would be... Really, oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> that, that would be, would like, be like, like a third of the population. Yeah. <laughs> and the, I guess, other statistics that were kind of shocking that Hannah and I have talked about before is 40% of these students don't tell anybody. So right. that's a high number of people are going through abuse, regardless of it's online or mm-hmm. in person, In those kind of flow over mm-hmm. um, that don't know. Sure. And that means their parents don't know, mm-hmm. their confidants don't know. Mm-hmm. And so we want parents and librarians and teachers to be aware of this so that they can intervene and help 
these mm-hmm. kids and protect them and obviously mm-hmm. prevent it mm-hmm. from even happening in the first place. And a lot of times I would imagine teachers, they can see something's going on with somebody, right. you know, just by how a student may have a change in their actions, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it may be something that the student doesn't want to talk about at all to anyone. Right. And that was something that um, all the research that you look up is like the their school performance drops. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. one of them, the key things um, because they're not obviously they don't they're not paying attention and mm-hmm. kids are in school most of their time. Like we talked about that um, right. yesterday that that's where you are. That's where you are every mm-hmm. single day, mm-hmm. you know. So if you're something's going on at school, uh, you're not going to want to be there. You're going to completely shut off and that's going to affect um, affects everything yeah. really yeah it does mm-hmm. affects friendships and and everything and yeah. we all know how important friendships are in high school yes yeah. <laughs> they're very important and then also one other thing that we like really wanted to highlight um was about boys mm-hmm. um are also um victims and survivors of mm-hmm. um domestic violence and teen dating violence mm-hmm. um and as well as women and girls can be the perpetrators of mm-hmm. that violence mm-hmm. um because we feel that it's not there's not a lot of light on you're right there's not it's like when you when it, I think when most people hear about teen dating violence, they're automatically thinking of the female being right, victimized. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we need to kind of broaden our thoughts yeah. about all yes. of that. And like females are twice as likely to seek help than boys, mm-hmm. which is a really high number again mm-hmm. that, because when you tell, you go to a guy friend and be like, oh, hey, like this mm-hmm. happened. And then they might just laugh it off mm-hmm. or, you, you know, just not take them seriously. And mm-hmm. that could shut off um, him to telling people in the future. Mm-hmm. So we just want to point out that that is a very serious thing mm-hmm. and that there is prevention for males and females and all all genders. Um, and it's important that we recognize that they mm-hmm. are also a part of this and it's not just one gender. Definitely. Yeah. Really. Yeah. That's something that we've been, you know, working on is trying to uh, destigmatize and normalize mm-hmm. issues. Uh, one of the things we did last year was run a Real Relationships 101 campaign mm. uh, last April where we talked about healthy relationships. And I was fortunate enough to write an article for the Free Times where we talked about uh, healthy relationships in the social media age mm-hmm. where we look at these behaviors that are being normalized that mm-hmm. are actually unhealthy. Um, how many you know memes or jokes have we seen online about someone go- snooping through their significant other's phone? Mm-hmm. How many times do we – and we laugh at it. Or when we right. see, you know, a, a girl being aggressive with her boyfriend and it being, well, she's a girl, it's okay. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, you know, when we see it so much in social media and everywhere Popular us, culture, pop yeah, culture. Mm-hmm. It, it becomes so normalized that it, boys don't think that they should come forward because then they're being against the norm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it really takes a, a unique personality type to go outside that norm mm-hmm. and know when you report something or when you right. need to talk to an adult about something. Right, and I think that's part of what we, we want this month to do is parents um, talk to your kids. It's it's That's the first step um, mm-hmm. is education and having that trusting, honest communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have that conversation, then maybe they would feel more open to talking about it. Because I feel like it's I don't know if taboo is the right word to use, mm-hmm. but having those conversations, I personally never had 
that conversation with my parents. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I think you also. Right. I mean, you don't really talk about. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. No, it's yeah. I mean, you don't. And in fact, I'm just remembering, I think, well, maybe three, three or four weeks ago, I started watching that series on, I think it's on Netflix you? called Sex Education. Oh. No, <laughs> okay. Sex Education. Okay. Yeah. And I was, you know, and the, the, character's mother is a sex therapist and so Mm -hmm. she talks very openly with him about everything and of course that freaks him out so you know and that's just a a normal reaction you know I think there's like a healthy balance (laughs) right like I don't know if that's the right Right. route to go but just having like somewhere in between those two you You want people to get comfortable with having uncomfortable conversations as well exactly that's the only way you can grow. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not to that level, though. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah that's, would be that's on the, on the complete <laughs> one extreme. One extreme, yeah. yeah. So um, kind of talking about this as far as education goes, are there any kinds of training opportunities for parents or teachers to um, know about how to deal with this? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so Google is your best friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we, If you go on loveisrespect.org, um, there mm-hmm. is a lot of different... Um, resources for, okay. um, for teens, parents, and professionals. Mm-hmm. So, um, and they're also, and some schools obviously have programs um, mm-hmm. built in, but um, there are different ways that you can go about the conversation. Um, you can just, you can just have, plan it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, safety planning is another way, mm-hmm. uh, safety dating planning, and mm-hmm. that um, is a way that a parent and the teen can sit down together and discuss what they should do if they were in that situation and mm-hmm. just have an open conversation about it and plan ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, there are definitely online videos and programs on right. online. online. Mm-hmm. I know that's are there, not the are there some are. that are better than others? Because, you know, when you say online, it's like there's yeah, probably five million things yeah. out there. I definitely um, – Love is respect yeah. is – the love, best one. Yeah, that's, that's my yeah. org. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you, like, all the quizzes and everything are just on there, fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. We do them a lot. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> do. Office. Well, I mean, you have to. You exactly. Know, this, is, this is your job. Yeah, we're, we're worried we're going to get flagged one of these days. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, doing all the But, you know, things. that's very similar with libraries because librarians yeah, right. do research in every single topic. Exactly. Right. And if they're doing it in some kind of controversial topic that someone has asked for references or resources about, yeah. then, you know, that's why it's important to know, like, what your limitations are as right. far as online, that kind right. of thing. Um, so I'd, one of the other things that I is popped up in my brain as we're talking about this is this is it's, it's teen dating violence prevention and awareness month. So is that just age 13 through 18 that we're talking about primarily? Um, Or is this kind of, does it overreach into other age groups? I definitely think it can overreach. Uh, The point of this month though is to focus on, you know, those those new relationships. Teenage Mm -hmm. years Mm -hmm. are when you start having a relationship and Mm -hmm. where you kind of learn what is and isn't a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I do, it can, you know, spawn younger and it can go older. Yeah, I was to say, definitely I see younger kids getting into relation, quote unquote, relationships. Um, So I think, I would say middle school and high school. Yeah. I think that would would be the best way Mm -hmm. to describe teen um, Mm -hmm. because college relationships kind of go into a, a Mm -hmm. um, a different category. Right. Sure. 
Um, and, and while we're kind of talking about that age group, of course, libraries have teen and young adult librarians. So right. how can libraries be a part of this mix? So this is something that we also yeah. were talking about uh, yesterday. So um, I wanted to point out um, that librarians are not only on the corner of your street, they're mm -hmm. inside your school. Mm -hmm. um, or now they're called media centers. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But so I remember in high school, which was not that long ago, um, that when we didn't want to go to lunch, we went and sat in the library mm -hmm. and we just talked. Or um, if you wanted a private area to hang out with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your significant other, mm -hmm. you would go in the library. So I think librarians would be very useful if they knew the signs mm -hmm. and noticed those behaviors mm -hmm. and they can intervene. Mm -hmm. um, I also remember talking to my librarians um, growing up at school because I'm a very talkative person <laughs> um, and they could be that confidant for that person. Sure. Um, on the flip side of it, like you said, research. Mm -hmm. So if the librarian knows of maybe appropriate material mm -hmm. to um, distribute to those teens, mm -hmm. um, obviously you need to take in con their con into consideration um, their culture and their beliefs mm -hmm. and um, and because certain books are biased, um, sure. and you have those biases. So even relaying that information to that team, like, hey, this is a good book, but please mm -hmm. be aware of. X, Y, and Z. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so they can just be an, a great resource because at the end of the day, the library is all knowledge. <laughs> and mm -hmm. so exactly. you guys are the key, hoard, key holders to, mm -hmm. um, to the knowledge. Yeah, right. definitely. And one of the things you mentioned that if you can elaborate on a little, are those signs and what, what kind of behaviors are we talking about if a, a parent, teacher, or young adult librarian mm -hmm. is, um, you know, seeing something going on? What kinds of signs or behaviors should they be looking for? So I think it also, um, and this is not the complete answer that you were looking for, uh -huh. <laughs> um, it depends on the situation. Mm -hmm, um, it sure. depends if it's an individual or if it's a couple together. Mm. Um, those those signs are very different, and each um, survivor and victim do display signs very differently. Mm -hmm. um, so, I can just give you like a generic <laughs> rundown. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, yeah. So, I think for parents, they would notice more of like seclusion, mm -hmm. um, pulling away, not talking cha changes of behavior mm -hmm. that parents obviously would know because it's you mm -hmm. know their child um and that also goes into the online with like their phones you know using it too much not using it enough being very aggressive just a complete change of demeanor mm -hmm. um when it comes to librarians um i think how they would notice is if it was like a, a two people together right. um and you know when you go out and you see a couple fighting and stuff like that, you sure. you kind of mm -hmm. perk up in right. a way and you notice those things. If you want to kind of elaborate on yeah, that well, too. Yeah, so like if you're watching that couple, it is one of them belittling the other? Is mm -hmm. the other one acting extremely jealous or yeah. possessive? And are they you know, making false accusations or you know having an explosive outburst that mm -hmm. doesn't mm -hmm. seem to make sense for the situation yeah, especially in a library everyone's going to notice that exactly <laughs> right yeah and i also think um 
in the library too, even if a teen comes up and asks for that material, mm -hmm. that's gonna be an instant red flag of like, right. okay, I, I need to step in. Right, and that's the kind of thing that, you know, the librarian needs to handle uniquely with each individual right, because, exactly. you know, there's a clear difference in, let's say, a 15-year-old female checking mm -hmm. out a book on that is titled Teen Dating Violence. I mean, <laughs> right. you know, is that a clear signal that something is going on or is she doing a report on teen dating violence? Right. So, you know, you as the, as the library staffer, you know, it, it's, it's a challenge. Right. Mm -hmm. And one thing uh, I'm in big support of, and I think a lot of us are, is having material available that they Period. don't have to ask for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because especially a teenager may not feel comfortable coming and up and asking you. But if you mm -hmm. have those brochures or you have that material over there in the corner that they can grab and put in their backpack mm -hmm. and go home and look at later on when they feel safe and okay to look at it, yeah. mm -hmm. that is yeah. invaluable mm -hmm. to them. Bathrooms. Yeah, mm -hmm. bathrooms, mm -hmm. having those posters. A secluded up. place, you know, yeah. where right. they would feel like, okay, yeah. I can take this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are there? I know this is putting you on the spot, but <laughs> okay. are there any specific books that you might recommend to maybe library just, staff? I know I, they can do research no, and find out which ones. I actually made a list ones. for the library oh, okay. uh, when I first started at um, – at Skidvasa, I would love to, I can send that to you if you'd like yeah, to put that in the description. Great. Yeah, definitely. Um, is it available online or? The list I made, I don't think is okay. um, officially online yet, okay. but um, I can definitely share that with you. Okay, that'd be great. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so um, I guess one of the other questions is how can, or maybe what's the best way that libraries can be partners this month? How, how can they either get the word out or maybe help, um, you know, deal with, with this? Right. Well, I, I think, you know, having that book display up front is always a great idea. And then are there any, you know, nights that y'all can do a, a theme mm -hmm. night mm -hmm. or, you know, like having a night where you talk to parents about signs to look for yep. in your child. Yep. Any kind Pro of program. Healthy relationships. Yeah, healthy relationships. Are there, you know, those programs that you can have? So healthy mm -hmm. relationships, uh, family planning, safety planning, I think those are good resources. And by the way, we'll just reiterate the uh, website loveisrespect.org and also the youth.gov's Teen Dating Violence Awareness and Prevention Month resources. So there's a lot of things online that people can find, you know, both teachers at the, you know, school level or the district level mm -hmm. as well as librarians out there who are, are looking for some things to um, help get the word out. Uh, so kind of as we're wrapping up, um, one of the things I like to do is get some kind of personal <laughs> tidbit about okay. a, a library <laughs> experience. So we already heard from Hannah in our first episode of this series. Um, but Dorothy, do you have any kind of library stories you'd want to share? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hi, Mom. Um, <laughs> so I remember um, going to the library on um, on weeks to uh -huh. go check out books with my mom. And I always remember going into the kids section because mm -hmm. I was young, obviously, at that time. <laughs> and I just remember just the smell of the library mm -hmm. um, and the smell of the books. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely love that. <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. And now I go... Um, to USC's library and 
I get the same feeling of nostalgic that I have with my mom and mm-hmm. my brother. Um, and I appreciate her encouraging me to read. <laughs> um, That's always a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So I remember just doing that. And um, for quite a while, we used to go to different libraries because, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously new ones were built. And so I just remember doing that a lot. And they also had a playground. Mm-hmm. on the back so that was fun too <laughs> oh yeah i've even been to libraries where they have like a butterfly garden and i mean just oh, all different kinds so of pretty. things you know it just depends on the branch but yeah so like a pot like positive reinforcement mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um so that's that's the thing that i enjoyed <laughs> great cool so anything else about um teen dating violence prevention and awareness month that either of you'd like to add I don't think so at this time. Okay. Mm, so you. we'll recommend folks go to uh, the our podcast webpage and click on the various links that we have. Um, so thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners. You can find Library Voices SC on Podbean, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio, or add us on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast website address is libraryvoices.podbean.com. We love hearing from our listeners, so send us your comments and suggestions for future topics. Library Voices SC is the official podcast of the South Carolina State Library. Until next time, this is Curtis Rogers. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 